everyone i am anurag chauhan and today amongst us we have an author journalist columnist shobha de shobha has been writing for decades now and is known worldwide for her, for her opinions shobha is also the founding editor of many magazines one of which is stardust hello shobha how are you hey good to be with you on this show i'm good how are you doing very well when someone asks me this question what are you doing and how are you i just say i'm breathing <laughs> oh no you're doing much more than breathing you're thinking you're uh creating your uh, inspiring others don't just say i'm breathing thank you so much for taking our time shobha and my pleasure you've been you've been amazing all this while and your chronicles keep uh, keeps us busy i religiously go and watch your chronicles each day and every time I'm... you sing a song it it brings a smile <laughs> to my face you know what i do anurag is actually slaughter and murder songs it's just my little way of saying hey you know everybody can sing it doesn't matter you don't have to prove anything by singing well these are just songs which i connect up to the chronicle and it makes people uh you know smile in recognition of a familiar song a tune they know and uh, it brings uh, a bit of joy to me and to to the people watching and that's about it i can't i can't hold a note i i'm not a singer it's just something i do just for fun and i i this is what i've been telling everyone do anything and everything that makes you happy at this moment because at this moment right, anything right. that 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 is making you happy you should just go ahead and do it uh so are you totally a writer agree. and you've been a writer for many many years you are a legend that we all know of would you start with telling uh, people what are you reading and if you have any suggestions for this period for people to go and read well yes because i'm completely immersed in a book it's called uh, uh, the girl made of gold it isn't yet out in the market it was i think due to be launched soon but i have an advanced copy as very fortunate to get that it's a debut novel written by a bharatnatyam dancer it's based in tanjavur in the 1920s and gives us a phenomenal access into the rather mysterious and very sensuous uh, world of uh, temple dancers the devdasis girl made of gold and uh, it also acquaints you with traditions which we have no at least i had no idea about at all which go back centuries and what women who were born into the devdasi class had to endure just to survive but it's like a thriller it's uh, it really is something i'm enjoying so much that i read just 10 pages at a time and quickly put it away because i don't want the book to end it's written by a lady called gitanjali uh, sorry i forgot to tell you who it was written by it's gitanjali konvare uh, accomplished dancer and an exponent of the arts from what i can tell from the author note i would go back and uh, read war and peace it's a, it's a tome but it's certainly one of the most powerful narratives the most powerful book novel ever written by anybody with unforgettable characters i would go back and read vikram set all his books are just fabulous but the one i enjoy the most is called an equal music so there are books that immediately connect you to some moments in your own life and sometimes those books are kept on a shelf and you keep saying i'll go back to them some day but you never find the time to do that Now Shobha you've written a book called Spouse and 
and this is this is so that book is so relevant for for i think every point of time but this point when so many women beat housewives or working women they all locked in with their husbands do you have any suggestions for these women and uh, you know i mean we are reading the news and i was reading i was listening to the the chairperson of the women commission the other day that the cases of domestic violence had gone up so high what what yes. would you like to say on that you know instead of reading spouse i would say read uh, surviving men because uh, that is something that gives you a few tips on how to survive during a crisis which is what we are going through relationships are going through a tremendous amount of uh, turbulence at the moment because couples who are just not used to the idea of being locked together in an enclosed space uh, with no escape route at all uh, 24 by 7 is something that can get on anybody's nerves no matter how madly in love you may be so i would say that even within that constricted space uh try and give each other space more like a metaphor don't be in each other's hair don't have over expectations from one another don't be over demanding you can be in the same room and yet not oppress the other person silence sometimes can be very therapeutic you don't have to be chattering and talking and interacting 24 by 7 cuz that in itself can be very exhausting and try and be as helpful as you can towards one another uh, we you know right now interdependency is what the world is seeing more and more of because we've discovered we aren't islands unto ourselves and the more you try and be uh, a someone who can be counted on for whoever you're sharing this enclosed space with it could be your your spouse it could be your children um the help in your home try and also be as considerate towards them as you would like them to be considerate towards you and to respect your boundaries and as you respect theirs now thank you shobha now coming to your body of work there's been so much that you've done in in the past and uh, i can hardly enca- encapsulate all of it in this live chat but what i'd like to talk about is three iconic magazines that you have edited and you were the editor of these magazines at a point where there were no paps there was no social media there was no one and and people when even before the the internet took over people would just go and buy these magazines to know about celebrities so do you have any celebrity who you interviewed a favorite uh interview or a celebrity that you remember uh, you know talking to at that point of time when it goes back a long long it goes back many decades before most of you watching this would have even been born so uh, let me give it a slight historical context because the person i actually enjoyed interacting with the most the most unforgettable man i'd met at that point and continues to fascinate me long dead and gone of course is moraji desai he was impossible he was misogynistic he refused to look you know even make eye contact with me he invited me to breakfast he was fascinating ramnath goenka was very fascinating also for different reasons brilliant mercurial uh, um canny uh, newspaper man uh, legend in his own lifetime there have been incredible experiences of that sort uh, but if you're asking about movie stars honestly um i wasn't the one who interviewed those stars i 
when I did start interviewing people, it was people I uh, I had a huge regard for. Not that I don't have regard for movie stars, but that was done by reporters who worked at Stardust, not by me. I was the editor, and I put their copy together. So there were people like Mrinalini, uh, Sarabhai, and uh, people who went on to do great things in their lives, who were already great. When I met them, and sharing their life stories for me was a great learning. And with each of those interviews, I came away feeling uh, very, very enriched. And the person I'd love to interview uh, today, if you ask me, there's only one person who's been on my wish list for the longest time, and I know will never give an interview. Two, in fact, one is Narendra Modi, and the other is Sonia Gandhi. Both enigmatic. uh both controversial um both uh, suspicious of uh, journalists and interviewers uh both um, powerful uh i i'm very complex people so uh in the contemporary scenario yes uh, these are the two public figures i would love to interview i remember reading once and and listening to one video where mr bachan said that he was scared of you at one point of time when he came new when we when he was new to the industry he was scared of yeah. a journalist called shobha day why was he scared of you oh uh, i think because even in those back in those days as well as today i think there was a certain reputation i carried with me which I'm very proud of. I was a no-nonsense kind of an interviewer. I was not doing uh, PR journalism. I wasn't uh, asking soft questions. It wasn't sort of jalebi conversations, you know. It wasn't vanilla. And uh, most stars at that point were reluctant to do interviews that uh, forced them to get out of their comfort zone and address questions which maybe just regular people wanted to know about them. And Mr. Bachchan has always been. um fairly reticent man he's not very forthcoming so i suppose uh, the kind of and at that time in his career he was pretty controversial too because of his closeness to the gandhi family he was a family friend of rajiv gandhi and, and then there was the falling out and so on and then the emergency came to india and it was somehow uh, the ban on the film press was somehow people imagined that he was instrumental in in that decision uh he wasn't the most popular movie star at the time though he was incredible as an actor as he continues to be and he is a family friend of over 40 years but i'd like to assure him that i'm not a dragon lady and i don't bite and i don't scratch and i would have just asked you know tough questions and i'm sure he would have handled them wonderfully talking about tough questions shobha it takes me to your tough opinions and what you've been saying uh you always say what is ought to be said and you never refrain from saying anything uh which you wish to say which you want to say and you you are just very open about it how do you even think of doing this i'm sure that you know there must have been some point i don't know if, if this was a, a case in your life when you write an article because your columns are read by millions of people all across the globe when they when you go out to a, a media house do you think that they ever think that her article can make put us in trouble because your articles and your columns are very honest well you know for i've had a track record of over 45 years of writing in the in the public space that is true 
I completely agree to what you say because when I read your articles, I I feel there's 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 fearlessness in those uh, columns and articles that that you write. Uh, Shobha, I also want to ask you what what does it feel like when you write an opinion and it is not being accepted by people? People always there there are people who who like it and people who do not like it. How do you react to trolls? Because you know people have been very nasty when it comes to you. Be it the people in the government, be it the people on Twitter. I feel they've been they've gone way beyond than than they should. How do you react to it? How do you feel about it? Like I'm reacting to your question right now with a shrug and a smile. I never ever respond to uh, anonymity, and I find the trolls are all cowards. They don't even uh, own up to their troll names uh, so i ignore them i do not engage with trolls ever and that's been my policy throughout neither do i read uh, you know negative nasty comments because it really helps nobody if someone wants to challenge my opinion they're very very welcome to call me up or write a letter to the editor or take it up with the right sources but for me to waste my energy my time explaining myself to a bunch of uh, of a troll army probably vested interest probably paid who cares i mean if we are all to live with thin skins then we are all in the wrong business uh you when you are putting your opinion into uh, the public domain i'm not there to win a popularity contest i'm there to speak my mind and you're there to reject that point of view equally so i'm not trying to convince you about my point of view if it raises questions in your mind great if you disagree vehemently great but abuses sorry i don't have the time for that very beautifully said uh shobha you've written so many books you've written you're writing for decades now i think you've written 20 mm. of them how did it yeah. feel when your first book was published i mean and when did you i mean when did you even realize that okay this language has the power and that is what you want to do i have always but always been writing even as a young person as a child that was my self expression always was through words I and mean, for a lot of young people it can be music it can be poetry it can be dance um but for me it was always words i've maintained diaries from the age of uh, maybe 12 13 14 some of which i actually still have in my possession and uh, i find engaging with life through words the single most fulfilling aspect of my my creativity so when the first book came out it uh, it was absolutely trash to smithrens a person perhaps with uh, a more uh, hypersensitive uh, personality would have said i don't really want to do this ever again in my life but by then i was already writing half way through my second book and the first book was a huge huge bestseller continues to sell so many years later and uh you know criticism is something that has never daunted me it's not something that i preoccupy myself with other people's opinions i listen very carefully to what people are saying but i take away what i wish to take away from criticism which through which i can learn something which can in some way help me become a better writer but if someone is just going to trash me for the sake of trashing me without often not having even read my books it's their loss if they haven't read the books but it was uh, it was exciting it was fun a first book is always something one um, you know it's a special it's like a, it's like your special baby but 20 books later i feel exactly the same uh, sense of you know anticipation 
uh, as I did with the first book, and I do have a book coming out this year, later this year, uh, to which I'm looking forward to greatly. Can we talk about that? Are we allowed to talk about a little bit about that book? You were, yes, of course. It was announced at the World Book Fair in Delhi. What is it about? It is a book. Uh, it's called Sheila G, and it's really the diary of a Marwari matriarch. So it goes into a world of um, Marwari ladies of a certain vintage, creating the character of Sheila G very much. It's very honest. It's very gutsy. Yeah, I enjoyed writing it, and I finished it during the lockdown period. So it's especially important to me. Thank you so much. Which is your favorite character you have written so far amongst all your books? I would say I'm partial to Karuna, who was the uh, protagonist of my very first book, Socialite Evenings. The name itself uh, suggests uh, compassion. She's a complex character, and uh, a little like me in some ways, and not at all like me in other ways. So Karuna from Socialite Evenings definitely still remains my top favorite. And this is the time when we really need Corona—not uh, Corona, but Corona. Everyone corona. needs Corona. Absolutely right. This is the time. Uh, thank you so much, Shobha, for for being here, thank for you, taking Anurag. out your time. Would you like to end this conversation in the similar fashion as you do your your chronicles with a small little song? <laughs> oh gosh, if you'd only warn me. But today I'll I'll just repeat the one I sang this morning because I think it's appropriate for now. It says मुझे कुछ कहना है मुझे भी कुछ कहना है मुझे कुछ कहना है मुझे भी कुछ कहना है पहले तुम पहले तुम पहले तुम पहले तुम so मैंने आपसे बहुत कुछ कह दिया है and I look forward to listening to you again on some other platform I'm going live with you again Anurag it has been such a pleasure thank you so much for inviting thank me thank you Shobha.